what are you doing? I'm reversing the polarity of my ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse, reverse, reverse the polarity. I just reversed the polarity. Welcome to The Fan and the Fool. I'm The Fan, and it's Nelly. I'm The Fool, Alex Cameron. Um, welcome, Alex Cameron. Thank you. To your doom. What? Uh, because uh, we're about to watch... Well, we have watched. I hope you've watched. This is a great start. <laughs> I have watched them, yes. <laughs> the Aztecs. Four episodes of The Aztecs. Yes. We're still um, in season one of Classic Doctor Who. Yes, we're almost at the end of season one, though. Did you know that? I try not to look ahead because I don't want to be spoiled by titles and Oh, well, then maybe we're not almost... Well, no, I, it's okay that we're at the end. I don't want to see images that give things away. I don't care how far into the season you we are. You mean like Barbara's head? That's at the end of this episode, so it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a teaser for the next story arc, which we'll get to. Now, I have a lot to say about this arc. Me too. I have four pages. I have one smaller page. You write smaller than I do. That's true. Also, but can I just say... I can just I just to... point out uh, something? I can't read my writing half the time. Well, I can at least read mine. Okay. Can I say something before we start? We have started, though. Before I we start that, going into detail, yes, this is the best written story arc so far. This was really, really good. Can I share with you a trivia that I know it would normally be in the trivia section of trivia, but I feel like now that you said that, it's appropriate for this bit. The trivia. This bit. Yes. yes. Um, this episode was used like when BBC America was getting ready for the fiftieth anniversary. They showed like one story from each doctor's one story oh, from each doctor, cool. and this one was used as like the this is what the first Doctor is all about. Yes, and it was, was like, very good. Spot on. And also, some things in it that I go, that would, if I was, if I was like a modern Hoovian, which I am, um, there's some things in this episode where I'd be like, that's very like him. I thought this was really good. Like, I'm not saying, I know the Daleks are obviously a classic villain and become the main villain or whatever they become later. Mm-hmm. I don't think their story arc was as good as it could have been. Yeah. This was great. I think the story's very good. There's, there's a few things that I find a bit... I mean, like always, because it's an old in, show. You talk about in the Aztecs? Yeah. A few things you find a bit what? Um, funny. Ha-ha funny? Uh, or, oh. Well, like, oh, that's interesting. I see. It's odd. Odd things. Matt's odd list of things. That's yes. what I'm calling it. Okay. <laughs> Is that after or before trivia? That's during. That's just sprinkled throughout the show. Okay. Um, so before we get started, I have a thing. I said that last time and I got in trouble. We've already started. I've got a thing. <laughs> yes, you got your thing. Okay, now, um, there are, there's a screwdriver here because I was trying to fix it. So don't touch it. Okay. I mean, you can touch it. I'm going to clarify for people who have no idea what's going on. He's showing me an item and I have to guess whether or not it's a Doctor Who thing. So I didn't explain that. All you said was, here's a thing and a screwdriver and I fixed it. Yeah, it's not a sonic screwdriver either. It's just a screwdriver. But, um... We've already looked at one of those. <laughs> uh, this is a thing. Now, I, I can't... You have to describe it. I have to describe it. You can kind of touch it. But okay. you can't pick it up because it's, uh, it's a bit broken. Okay, well, it just is like a... Looks like a pointy dome, like the top of a pyramid, seeing as we've been watching the Aztecs. But it's colourful. It's like maroon triangles on it. Yes. The Aztecs are somehow slightly, almost, maybe perhaps related in history to the Egyptians because they're all old people. 
Okay. I don't know. Do they have pyramids? They're Are at they... the top of a tall thing. In yeah, they're, they're tall buildings that... I don't know what they're called. In Age of Empires 2, they call them castles, but they're not really castles. Anyway, it's a tall triangular dome thing with maroon triangles on it. And it obviously opens up to what I assume is some sort of a ship Mm -hmm. or cave on the inside, but I'm not allowed to open it. It doesn't look like it's supposed to open. I'm guessing that's why it's broken. Mm. No, you can't say. (laughs) I'm waiting for you to guess. Because if I I I don't think this is a Doctor Who item. What? Look at it. Which tells me that I'm right and you want me to guess the opposite. (laughs) You're correct. I've never (laughs) been wrong, I think. No, you haven't been wrong. Yes. It looks like an um, alien thing. It, it's... I was trying to fix it before you arrived. I don't think that would have given it away, though. No, no, it could have, because if you touch Slank on it, it will just completely give it away. Don't, 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 okay, don't, 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 you, don't you hit it. Obviously, a, there'll be pictures a, on social media coming up for you to three. see what it is. So this is my, this is one of my three precious things. Okay. So. <laughs> Tell people um, what it is now. It's a Sith holocron <laughs> from <laughs> Star, Star Wars. Wars thing. Okay. So, um. What's a it holocron? Has a, it's like a thing where they, they can store like messages. Oh. It's like leaving someone an email. Okay. That reads out loud. More like a voice. It looks like a UFO. But teaches things. Like, maybe this one teaches people how to be evil. Um, but the thing is, I was trying to fix it because there's batteries in the back of it. And when you push the gold triangle, the whole thing opens up. Don't touch it. Uh-huh. Um, the whole thing opens up. But um, realizing that I got it when I was about 14, 15, 16. I was old enough to know better. And... There was ba- the same what batteries. Have, you do? The same batteries have been in it since then. Oh, so okay. they're acidified, released their acid, so to speak. Oh. And uh, when I opened it up to change the batteries, the whole battery mechanism is like melted. So um, it does open. It happens like this. Oh, so I'm not allowed to touch it, but you can break it open. Yeah, well, it's mine. And there's a book inside. Oh, book of and some Sith. acid. Just gonna chuck that back in there. You got very yeah. Whoa! Oh uh, yeah, it's not meant to make that sound. Um, I'm not that concerned. I mean, it's a doc- if it was a Doctor Who thing, I probably would have looked after it better. Oh, okay. But Star Wars, and that's still good, isn't it? Sure. Did I tell you about the Yahtzee? The what? You know the the episode where you said the blue box TARDIS thing? We had the TARDIS on the table here. Oh, yeah? I didn't open it, did I? No. It's got Yahtzee inside it. Oh, I think you said that, but we didn't see it. Oh. We should have we'll put that... that for it, a future episode. Well, that I've already looked at it. That should have been in the images we put online. Oh. Wow, Matthew. We should record a video of us playing Yahtzee with it. Sure. And be like, this is so who or something. For people interested, this will be on our social media so you can see the item that we're talking about. But people will be like, not, how did you break this? It's also not a Doctor Who thing, so they may not care. Okay. If you have it. Did I give you a Doctor Who thing last time? Or has it been non-Who for the last couple episodes? I think last time was a non-Who thing. It was a. I think the last episode, it was the little figurine. It was. Now, um, <laughs> if... Uh, Thank you for putting the screwdriver sh- down because I felt threatened every time you kept pointing it at me. Should I do a who thing next week 
so that I don't do too many non-Who things in a row. You can't tell me that. Now I'm going to remember and guess that it's Doctor Who. Yeah, but what if it isn't? Well, there you go. We'll see. If it's this, I'll know. Sentence of Death. Excuse me? The that's Temple the... of Evil? Oh, sorry. I'm on the wrong page. Can wow. I tell you something? Who's the fan and who's the fool, Matthew? Can I tell you something? Go on. Um, just a side note. By the way, that's um, the fourth. That's not even... That's the next... This is not even in the story arc. Sentence of Death. What are you talking about? Oh, You're here we lost. Go. The Aztecs. Wait a second. When was Sentence... Temple of Evil. Just wait. When was Sentence of Death? It was death? the last one. So you're a whole story arc behind. Can I just point something out? Go ahead. Um, yes, Sunday. Yes, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. This I, Sunday. I had the one that just went. I had my COVID, my Pfizer, the second one. Mm-hmm. And so I was like completely destroyed yesterday. Right. Just tired. Um, this better not be an anti-vax message. And, no. Okay. Get, get the vaccine, you idiots. <laughs> um, but it just does I'm that to you. You just get tired. And what, I didn't die. Some somewhere. people feel sick. Some people feel tired. Some people yeah. get nothing. Yeah, exactly. So get the vaccine. But they're all... Because I want to go back to normal life-ish. Um, anyway. For me, as a recluse, I don't really care. Yeah, like, I'm in... I was in, I'm in, high, like, a high-priority group because I'm a school teacher. You're just... They're like... He doesn't talk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in the 1% of people who will never catch it, even if I never get the thing. So, anyway. We're all, getting, we're had, all getting the thing. We yes. should all get the thing. Um, I Do the thing. Do, yep. I also have a back injury. So, oh. I've got uh, some nice painkillers. So, I watched this while extremely tired and... I had had a lot of painkillers. Okay. So when I said to you when you arrived that I couldn't really read my writing, I feel like that will play into this a little bit. Here we go. Temple of God, Temple of Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still on those painkillers? <laughs> yeah, actually. I'm just. I, I, I wanna, I'm half a meter ready. away from you on this table. Just relax. Um, Temple of Evil, the Aztecs, episode Aztecs. one of four. Okay, so um, they land. They land. Uh, we now, see that cute little model. I loved it. I love seeing that thing. <laughs> the, the little model, model disappear. Of, um, of the TARDIS. We have to do that about TARDIS one day. Just have it here. And do, do a video of it. Yes. And make it disappear. Um, now, um, Aztecs, I said good thing that the TARDIS team includes a history teacher. Yes. So she obviously knew what was going on when they arrived. What happens in the future when the companions, as I've been told they're called, mm-hmm. don't include someone who knows the history of where they are? I think you'll find that the Doctor knows things. Oh, okay. Um, also, I found, think I find it interesting that with these early episodes, they seem to land somewhere, decide that it's probably a good idea for them to leave, but then are immediately stopped from leaving. Yeah. That seems to be... I mean, is that not just Doctor Who? That's what it feels like. Yeah, but the Doctor... Well, I mean, I guess sometimes the Doctor is like, I want to learn things about the place that we've landed in, so I'll True. be annoying about leaving. And then, uh, oh, Barbara or Susan have been kidnapped. Yeah. And also gets worshipped and or... Yeah, Barbara on. again... She's look, having a sweet ride through time and space, I'm telling you what. To be, to be fair, the last time that she, you know... Was caught and ended up eating grapes while lying on a bed or whatever. Yeah. They turned out to be like a fake world. That's true. So who knows what she was actually eating. 
Wow. <laughs> and in this case, they think she's a god, goddess. Goddess. And they're like, uh, the Aztecs, I mean. We didn't mention yeah. that they also are here. Yeah, in, in the episode, the Aztecs. <laughs> there are some Aztecs. Um, and so they let their land, I think it's like, so I was actually pretty excited. I, look, I don't know a huge amount of Aztec history, but I have played all of the Aztec campaign on Age of Empires. I think that gives you a doctorate in history. <laughs> so I did enjoy seeing like the big, uh, their big like monument, like sacrificial. That's what I was referring things. to the, the today's item looks like. Yeah, I know. And they do kind of look like pyramids. I mean, they do kind of look like but they're not the same. But they've got the thing at the top that... I guess that's where they do the sacrifice on the stone at the top. Yes. Um, but that... I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool. And um, even them looking out across the city. Yeah, they have, like, an image of what would be a city at that time. It looked yeah. pretty cool. It actually, that was a green screen or whatever they did to get that image that looked really good. I don't think green screens existed back then. I think it would have just been a picture... That they would Maybe that's why it looks it. so good compared yeah. to a green screen. No, it was good. I no, liked I it. approved. Did you notice at the beginning of the episode, the doctor actually corrects Ian's pronunciation of a name? Yes. For the first time ever? Because it's always the doctor getting it wrong. I feel like that was that must have been like a joke that they've put in there to be like, other people can get things wrong. It's not Artlock, it's Bartlock or whatever it is. I think his name's Ortlock. Ortlock, and he said he said Mortlock, and the doctor's like rude. Don't even know how to say anyone's name, Chesterfield. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool tri- thing they put in at the beginning. I liked it a lot. Um, so I've got. Uh, I think it was really funny. The, there was someone wearing like a big, like headpiece. Yep, and they like. Uh, the Doctor and Ian had to move out of the way of it. Yeah, I noticed that. Did you notice that? that? There was a point where he was, like, bowing to, I guess, Barbara, or doing something where he lent his head down, and all of a sudden they had to They're both out just of the like, way. Well, jeez. These um, props are getting out of hand. Yeah, and apparently there's a few points in here where William Hartnell is not standing where he's supposed to stand. Oh, um, so it's his fault. Yeah. Okay. So he's missing his mark, and um, sometimes the camera... Like, his, the view of him is blocked by other things. He does also stumble over a word or two, and they kind of... And actually, another character does the same thing. There's at least two characters in the story arc, one being the Doctor, because he always does it, mm. that stumbles over their words, and they just run with it. There's no second takes. There is another one, yeah. Is it uh, I- Ixta? Yeah. Ixta, later on. I think, like, in the later episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. They just, go, they just go with it. They don't care. And actually, did you notice... With the editing in this episode, one of the first things Susan says, the line is completely cut off halfway through. Yeah, I put that here. Seven minutes, 50 seconds. Oh, okay. Susan gets completely cut off and William Hartnell says his line at the wrong time. Yeah. Because I think he says it wrong. So they've got to edit it so it looks like he's cutting her off. Yes. Instead of because him just she's doing it by mistake. definitely in the middle of a sentence and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> William Hartnell's turn. <laughs> so, yeah. Doctorate who? Um, I always find it really interesting when the, the Doctor lands and they're all wearing clothes from the modern era-ish. And the Aztecs, like, whoever they are, are just like, yeah, sure. 
Yeah, they never comment on it. Yeah. I don't think, or at least it's not given more than a pants, a passing glance. Pants. A pantsing glance. <laughs> they never treat them like, wow, are these time travelers or are these people from a different world? They're always just like, you there, you're a goddess, you're our attendants, let's just serve you. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. Like, again, only Age of Empires 2. So don't have, like, the full knowledge of Aztec... History major. History. Yes. But I don't know if they would be fooled so easily by someone wearing a bracelet. Is that yeah. Re- that just seemed a bit loose to me. She she finds... Barbara finds a bracelet in a tomb that they land in or near. Yes. And she puts it on and they just assume, oh, you're the re-embodiment of that person who owned that thing. Yeah. That's why they worship her like she's a goddess. Yeah. It's just a piece of jewelry, man. Yeah, and she feels bad about it. She's not even the same gender as the person. And even Susan says, how can they think that it's you? And they're like, she's just like, I'm just like the vessel for the thing or whatever. So, um, I actually think though that this, that setup as kind of dodgy as it is, does bring us to like one of, like, the major things to do with Doctor Who, which is probably why this episode is, like, picked to be in the 50th anniversary thing. Yep. Because this is where um, the Doctor talks about you can't mess with time. Yes, I know. I definitely wanted to talk to you about this part of it. So, um, it is further on. So, let's just look at some characters for a second. Yeah, because that, that comes towards right at the end of the first episode. So. Yeah, so we have Exeter... Who is like... Ixta. Ixta. I-X-C-A, I put. Yeah. Um, who's like a warrior. Yeah. He's like the elite... He's like... In, who wants to be in command of everything. Yeah. The armies and all he's that. He's their greatest warrior. There's like... Ixtatol? Ixtatol? Exitol. Exitol. Well, Style they called them different things because I think no one knew how to pronounce it. It does change a few times. Taloxel. That's right. It starts with a T. Taloxel... And then there's Ortlock, who's like the priest. Yeah, let, let's explain who these people are. I'm just saying. So Ortlock is the priest. Taloxtal is the like. He's like an advisor. Yeah, but he's like the priest of sacrifices. Yes, yes. And the other guy's like the priest of wisdom or something. Wisdom and knowledge, maybe knowledge. Yeah, and then there's Kamika, who I, I love that character because I think it's just hilarious. Who's a very smart woman who's yes. in the garden. They have this garden of people who are over the age of 52 are retired. And they're treated as like these wise people that people go to and ask for advice. She's one of those. Yeah. She's the wisest one. Of course, when you're old, you know lots of things. Yeah. That should automatically be listened to. Um, wow. <laughs> Social commentary. Uh, and then I, I don't know if there's any other major characters. There's a few... Are the minor characters, but those are like the main guys. And Taloxetal is like the main villain. Yeah, he, he is the main villain. Yeah, I don't think it's on purpose. I think he he's just trying to like do his thing. He's just trying to do his thing, keep their traditions and practices alive. Mm. He's very suspicious of Barbara, and that grows over time. Yeah, whether or not she is this goddess. Spoilers: She's not. Um, wow. Well, you know. We've known that for a while. For at least... Wouldn't that be an amazing twist if she really was? And this was like... Who knows? Maybe some companion out there really be a thing one day. 
Now, wow. Okay, that's uh, actual uh, spoilers. <laughs> but I'll forget because I it's didn't say be, who or when. It's going to be in five years' time. It better not be what's her name because I called that. Susan is not the granddaughter. I called it. Okay, can I? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you. You're gonna wait a long time to hear what happens with that whole story. Okay? Good. Okay, so those are the characters. I feel like you really want to tell me. I can't tell you because you don't want to spoil it. Okay, continue. I will tell you at the right time, which could be in what a few years, maybe longer. I think it will be sooner than you think but okay well that's fine then I don't want to know you said a long time yeah it's a long time that you'll be waiting to find out but pretty soon but pretty soon <laughs> <laughs> wow he is really the master of time and space this doctor of who uh my goodness so those are the characters those are the characters um act, acted all very well actually I quite liked yeah. all the acting I actually thought and especially Taloxel he's really creepy and he plays that part really well yeah and I think Jacqueline like uh Jacqueline Hill who plays Barbara very yep. good very I like that she was good and in fact they were all good um it was nice that she had a bit more to do like she seemed like more of an important character this time instead of just Ian and the Doctor yes um I did like them when they were doing sword practice I mean, Ixtar's sword practicing looked very interesting. He was just basically swinging his sword around. But they <laughs> okay. did look like those authentic Aztec swords where it's like a wooden bat. Yeah. And it's got the glass blade around the outside. Yeah, they looked good. So I was like, cool, man. Because that's what makes... that's Because I guess they didn't have metal, like, steel swords in there. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. You look like you're going to say a thing. I was just why were they why was he training Matthew? Why was he training? Because he wants to be in charge of everything. He wants to be because charge of he everything. has an upcoming bout with someone. With Ian. With Ian. Yeah. So. How did they get to that point? Because what happens is the group lands. They get found by these Aztecs and they go, "Oh, you're the goddess. You're the old man." Pointing the doctor, so they send him off to the retirement village, which is the garden. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> Get out of here, old man. <laughs> Except we think you're very wise and we do respect you. Yeah. Susan is like uh, an accompaniment to the goddess. She's her handmaiden. How so do they just decide that Ian was a warrior? I think because he's a man. Wow, that's sexist. Well, it's also like an ancient civilization, I guess. Oh, what are you saying? I'm just... They're not woke? I'm, well, I just think... They're not even alive. They can't be woke. And look... We'll get to it. Okay. But Ian's also, Ian ends up wearing like an eagle style, eagle warrior style headpiece. headpiece yeah. Which I thought that looked good on Ian. He loves the hats. He loves the hats. He loves a good outfit. Have you he noticed does. that he has a different outfit every time? I think we said this last time because <laughs> that coat he wore last time. And to be fair, Barbara's also wearing a different outfit. They're all wearing different outfits, except the doctor. The doctor just keeps his own coat and stuff. I don't think time. he ever wears anything weird, does he? No, Not I don't yet, think anyway. so. I don't yeah. know if he does later. We'll get to the weird stuff. Oh, jeez. Um, so, the... I'll cut that out, don't worry. The, um... They're going to have that fight, because I think Ian's going to be put in charge of the army, and Ixta doesn't want that. No. So he's all like, I'm going to take this guy down. So they're going to battle to see who gets to be in charge. Yes. 
So, Ian, who I'd like to just point out, I mean, we don't know everything about Ian, but who I presume, as a science teacher, he probably doesn't have a lot of sword fighting or fighting at all experience. Yeah, he doesn't look like a warrior. No, but... Well, the way the doctor talks about him sometimes is like, Ian can look after himself. Ian's so strong. Ian will look after us. It's like, will he? I mean, I'm not saying he's... He's clearly... You know, he he's all right. Like, he doesn't look weak. No, he just looks like a person. He just looks like a normal guy. But he's expected to fight off this guy who's like the best warrior the Aztecs have. Yeah. And I feel like that's a bit demeaning to that group as in like the Aztecs to be, yeah to be like hey your best warrior this guy from the 1960s can take take him down <laughs> probably we'll get to that we'll get to that um, but at the end of the first episode uh, they talk to Barbara about uh, this is uh, the priests both of them yep are talking about having a sacrifice so that it rains yep and Barbara's like, oh, I don't want to do that. So she's talking to the doctor, and they have this really good exchange, I thought, of him being like, you can't mess with time. I've got some quotes here. You can't re- rewrite history, not one line. Yep. Which is the first time he says that, but that will happen. That particular line? That, that particular idea. line. Oh, okay. Um, but this is the first time he mentions this idea as well, really. Yes. Of saying, even when they were talking to cavemen or whatever, he was just like, whatevs. But at this point, he's now like, don't mess with time. Yeah. And that's... I put this thing in pink. Okay. Because I put a thing here that said, is this like fixed points in time? Because, like, he's obviously messed with stuff before, but he's like, this thing that's happening now, it has to happen this has to happen. Yeah. That's interesting. You get the impression that he's tried to or he has changed time before. Yeah, because he, he says, believe me, I know. Trust me. Yeah. This will not work or this is not good. Yes. Put your pink pen down. But because I thought that was interesting too, the way he... Like, you're like, oh, this guy, maybe he has done something. Something's up. He broke time and created this TV show. Who? Well, in this episode, he does call himself the Doctor. He does. I think this... It might not be the first time, but it's... It's... The first time it's kind of really pronounced as, I am the Doctor. Doctor mm. at who? It doesn't say the last bit. Okay. Um, and we have a Susan scream at 20 minutes. Yes. And then the episode ends, is what I have. I don't think anything else of note happens apart from that. I did... There was only one other thing, which is... The Doctor has a similar conversation with Ian about don't mess with things. You have to let things happen. Because mm. Ian is not comfortable with the fact that they're about to sacrifice a human being, these people. Yeah. And the Doctor says, promise me you won't interfere. And then later he says, Ian's told me he won't interfere. But he never said that. I think... Ian never promised. I don't think their conversation ended with Ian. I think Ian did agree not to interfere. I'm sure he did at the end of that episode. He, I think he said, you're right. I don't think so. I the think he did. walked off. Well, I can find out. Let's do it. Okay. 
unpause. So, because we argued about this, we went back and watched a bit of episode one. Yep. And it's not clear. Well, he doesn't actually um, agree not to agree interfere. Not to interfere. But we don't. Th- I don't think. Okay, I I misunderstood because I thought the first time the doctor just ran with it and said, "Oh yes," but because of the way Ian looks at him, maybe he thought he agreed. Mm. But it doesn't end up happening anyway because what Ian's been told to do is hold one of the bodies down for the sacrifice. Yeah, that's pretty full on. He's got his headgear on, he's looking good, he loves the outfit, you know, he's out there, he's looking fancy, he's a uh, flash. Mm. Actually, the other thing I didn't talk about before you got to the next episode. Yes. So, Susan does scream because they're going to kill the guy. Yes. And Barbara's like, stop this. And that's how it ends? No, no, doesn't the guy who's going to be sacrificed then just jump off? Yes. Yes. She tries to stop it and tries to say, as your goddess... I'm instituting a new idea. We're not sacrificing people anymore. And he's like, but I want to be. You've taken my honour away. Second episode? Yeah, I just want to quickly say one thing. The music in the story arc is really cool. I thought it had, like, kind of a military sound with drum rolls and, like, bongos and stuff and how it was, like, really tense. Mm. Did you notice that? Yeah. You didn't notice no. it at all. It was really good. I liked it a I lot. Just got, I, I notice music when it's, when it's uh, useful. I thought it was very useful. It brought <laughs> moments of tension and levity throughout as needed. Um, so the start of the second episode. Warriors of death. Warriors of death. So the Doctor is like berating Barbara for messing with time. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, oh, maybe I can convince them to change their ways. And he's a bit like, that's like messing with time. Right. So, um, but the, what I found really interesting, which I don't think you'd get from earlier episodes... Is the doctor apologizing for getting so angry? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like lose lose control and shout and whatever. So is that is that are you talking about in general or just the fact that this doctor is not this normally doctor, like that? Yeah. He's obviously learnt to be like mm, a person. A person. Yeah. Um I like that Ian beats Exeter with his thumb. He does that thing with the pressure point in the neck. Yeah, like the sleeper hold kind of thing. And they think it's a magic because they have no idea what's They think it's a magic, yeah. I just, I said I think it's magic. Yeah. Listen, man. Well, you'll, when you go back to edit this, you'll know if you I say I think that. it's a magic. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they they don't think he has any chance against Ixta. So, so Ian says to Ixta, hey, pick up that club off the table. And as he turns around to do it, Ian just jams the thumb into his neck in the I pressure point. I don't think point. at this point they're really... Looking to fight each other just yet. They've been told they will. I though. think they are discussing their different strategy strategies because right. I think at this point Ian is going to be in charge of the army. It's been decided. It's been decided, right? And, but I think they're going to fight after this incident. Yeah. Because Thingy Ixtar is all like, "I'm a good warrior and I fight with strength or whatever." And Ian's all like, well, what if you're sneaky and stealthy and you jab someone's thumb and, you know, jab your thumb in between someone's breathy place? I don't know how to say it properly. (laughs) You know, like, how do you, you know, you beat someone by putting them in a sleeper hold. Basically. Yeah. So, (laughs) and they've got Taloxal after that organizes the fight between Ian and Exeter. Yeah. 
So Exer is like, I challenge you. It's all like in his face. But this is when you realize that Ixta and Taloxel are kind of in cahoots. Yeah. They're trying to help each other out to kind of progress and run this place. Yeah, I think Taloxel is more in it for himself. Yeah. And he obviously thinks that using Xtar to eliminate Ian will weaken the goddess's like control of this Influence. whole situation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so the doctor is in the beautiful garden mm-hmm. and he's talking to Kamika. Kamika, the Kamika. old oldest person there who happens to be a lovely old lady that yeah, the, the doctor like, oh, fancies. Aren't you, aren't you a lovely woman? Ooh. He says something like that at some point. Lovely specimen. Gosh, he doesn't not say that. <laughs> kind of. But the, she talks. he talks to her about... Uh, she's mentioning to him that this particular plant, the sap from it can make you... can knock someone out, make them go to sleep. Yep. Foreshadowing. Ooh. And, uh, like, you can touch it and everything, but you can't get, if you get the sap on you, you, like... You I think it's got to be in your blood, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. it's got thorns. Yes. And so he's like, oh, that's interesting. And he wants to learn about the place. And They're trying to work like, out... Who, who, who is it? Who are you? And they, he says, he says, they call me the doctor. Yes. And I was like, yeah, they do. <laughs> doctor at who? <laughs> and he's a... He refers himself as a scientist... An engineer, a builder of things. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Obviously, he's trying to get information about the temple. They need to get back in the temple to escape. To, yeah, because we haven't mentioned at this point, but the TARDIS is kind of locked behind a door. Yeah. Um, and he wants to get back to the side that the TARDIS is on. They basically, when they got out of the TARDIS, they walked through this door, through this passageway, but it was a trick door that kind of... As always happens in almost every story arc so far, they make their way through a door and the door shuts behind them and they can't get back through. Mm. So they're trying to work out how do we break through this special door or how do we get into where the TARDIS is. I do find is. it very interesting that in these early stories, the TARDIS is always stuck or f- too far away to be helpful or whatever. So that's different normally? Well, it becomes different? Uh, yeah. I mean, the TARDIS is... Just a thing. Just a thing that gets in places. Well, it's not just a thing. But it gets in places. And mm-hmm. then, like, they don't... doesn't necessarily have to be trapped. But the Doctor has reasons for not using it. He always has a reason to not use it. I suppose in these early days, that was the easiest way to deal with it. Because I suppose that, that goes into a lot of, like... Why don't you use the TARDIS? Why don't you go back in time and fix this thing that you just ruined? Yeah. Yeah, and they, I guess they haven't worked out all the intricacies of his past and how all the TARDIS works. So, just lock yeah. behind the door. Just lock behind the door. I put the Doctor seems a little taken by Kamika. He's all like, oh. "You're all right, woman." <laughs> That's as far as it, as far as being taken with someone. <laughs> You're all right, woman. Is as far as it gets with the first Doctor. Yeah, Doctor and who? And then advances in that as we go. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, but it's interesting to see that even this early, they're like, oh yeah, the Doctor can be into someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not... He seems like an old man, but he's got, he's got a heart. It's beautiful, is what I'm trying to say. Right, okay. <laughs> he has many interesting travels through time and space Ooh. and love. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're nodding like... You when you travel something. through time, you know, you get around a bit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
So what you're saying is a Doctor Who is a slut. You get around and have long-term, meaningful relationships. Not that long-term. Last last a few days. Last a lifetime. Last a time and space-time. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Um, So I've got, at 12 minutes 15, the Doctor meets Exeter as a Jaguar warrior, not realising he's helping Ian's opponent. Yes. And, um... He shows him the trick with the plant. That's right. Because he, he's... He, so what happens is, Ixta says to him... Ixta finds out that this old dude in the in the garden, he's trying to figure out how to break into the temple or, or what the tricks are of this door in the temple. Mm-hmm. He goes to the doctor and says, I've got drawings from my father. Because mm. that's right, because the doctor asked Kamika, like, who would know about the building? And yeah. she's like, this guy's son. He was the son of the architect or the engineer. Mm. So he says... I've still got my dad's drawings. I can give them to you if you help me win this bout. Mm. And the doctor's like, yeah, easy. No problem. Use this plant, dude. Just, like, cut his wrist open and put it in the blood and he'll pass out. <laughs> this doctor is savage. Do you remember back in the times of the, of the caveman? He's Where just he's like, going to stab someone. What? Remember when we were <laughs> talking about pecking rocks at them? <laughs> this, guy, this guy is on another level. You get him to talk to your audience, don't you? <laughs> you got to meet them at their level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, throw rock good. Here, I throw rock. <laughs> but anyway, he doesn't realise that the opponent that this guy is going to fight is Ian. Mm. So he's just basically set up Ian's demise in this fight. Yeah, well, I think he helps um, Exeter more later on as well. That's true. Um, because, like, we cut to Barbara talking to Ortlock. Ortlock? Ortlock? Alternative the lock. nice priest. The There's nice the priest. good priest and the bad the priest. The wicked priest of the west and the nice priest of the east or whatever. Of the east. He's in the Wizard of Oz. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, and he's all like... The good priest. They're discussing things like... she's talk- They're having like a philosophical discussion about whether sacrifices to the gods are necessary or I mean, she's really hung up on this human sacrifice thing. I mean, just... Just a trend. It's just a trend in history. I mean, let's move on. Um, And she has a prophecy. I'm doing little inverted commas because obviously she knows the future. Yep. About the coming of the Spanish. Yes. So she's like, you know, know, no matter what's going on here, if you guys keep doing this... People are going to come and they're going to think you're evil and they're just going to like... It's over. Yeah. And she feels bad because obviously knowing history, she feels like there's obviously good parts to their civilization that she doesn't want them to lose. Yeah, of course there is. But they all are going to get wiped out. Yes. Because of the sacrifice. The Spanish, I think... um, Page of Empires 2. Wanted a lot of the riches of the Aztecs. So I'm not sure if them not human sacrificing would have made a huge amount of difference. Which is what I think the Doctor was trying to get at. He, yeah. When he said, don't mess with this. Yeah. You can't change it. I think they probably would have rocked up and been like, gold? Yes, please. Hot chocolate? Sure. Oh, you're sacrificing humans? Oh, yes, that's definitely why it's we're going to kill and plunder you all. Yeah. Hey, I'm no history buff. I'm just going off what Doctor Who's told me. Doctor at who in history? Doctor when? Doctor when? I don't know if that wink means. If it just means, hey, I'm being cheeky or there's an upcoming thing. Um, well, don't tell me he has a nemesis called Doctor when. No, he doesn't. 
That would be really bad. <laughs> um, Imagine if they, after 60 years of the show, they end with a guy coming and just evaporating and going, I'm Dr. Wed. Sometimes there's people who pretend to be the Doctor. Oh. Um, but they don't call themselves Doctor Wen. As in, pretend to be a different Time Lord to Doctor Who, or pretend to be Doctor Who? Pretend to be Doctor Who. Okay. The Doctor. Who? I've got it 17 minutes, 25 seconds in the second episode. Yep. So 17 minutes, 30 seconds. A very extremely important... That's uh, a very... That's an extremely important... Like... Video section. For the future. There's a very important video section. Do you section. want me to show it to you? Yes, because I have no idea what you're talking about. So there's a section here. So it's episode 2. Temple of Evil. Oh, no, Warriors of Death. death. Ready? Just show me. Here we go. So, the Doctor walks past. This is video. What? That, That little clip? We'll see that again. Show me again. Him sneaking behind someone. Yeah, I don't know if saying it again is going to help you do anything. This bit. Oh, I see. You're basically telling me that at some point in the future he's going to lose her and, and we're going to see that exact same thing and then he's going to have a flashback to here or something. Yeah. Or something. So, no. Well, it's kind of like a flashback. You'll see it. When we get to that point. Okay. Okay, and you'll be like... And I'll be like, that! That! That's what I'll do. I assume her character is going to die, and he's going to have a flashback to this. Doctor's companions never die. (laughs) I feel like you're telling me a lot without telling me anything. There's there's a few categories of them leaving, which is like, dying is one of them. Okay. I'm guessing, and this is another prediction of mine, Mm. now that you've shown me this, the first one is still about Susan not being his actual granddaughter. Mm -hmm. The second one, and actually, I also said that she's possibly a human being and not a alien from out of time and space, TARDIS. Okay. My other prediction now is that Barbara's storyline ends with her death. Well, they kind of... I'll just tell you... Oh. I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen to her. Okay, tell but me. I'll tell you like the main things that happen to companions. They they can die. Okay. Sometimes they leave the doctor. So they're like, I had enough of this. I you know, I yeah, you know, I've got to go back to living my life. Yep. And sometimes he leaves them. Like right. he dumps them somewhere. Maybe because they've done something wrong, and he's like, you're not good enough for this thing. Oh. Or he just dumps him somewhere well I'm I'm going to predict that she leaves him by dying okay she dies (laughs) okay that's my guess that's a good prediction because I I'm not saying it's a right prediction but it's a good prediction because of the way he's there looking around the room trying to find her saying Barbara Barbara I think he's going to be doing that and then something's going to happen to her and she's dead can I just say if you're a really true Doctor Who fan and you're listening to this just go to this episode on Britbox or whatever Go to the 17 minute, 25 second mark and hit of play. Season 1, episode 28, The Aztecs, The Warriors of Death. And if you have seen both, then 
an episode from with with uh, more recent Doctor Matt Smith, you'll see have seen this clip, and you'll be like, your mind will blow. Oh, are you telling me that I'm not going to get the answer to this until five, ten years later? Well, that might be used for more than just that, but it's <sighs> used for a few things. Oh, so are you saying we travel back here as a different doctor and see this happen? Ooh. Didn't say that. You didn't, but you very ominously and slowly slipped At the 20 minute coffee. mark, the fight begins. <laughs> And I put the doctor... So Ian and the guy are having a fight. And Ian's doing remarkably well. Against the greatest warrior of the Aztecs. For a high school teacher. Against the greatest warrior of the Aztecs. And actually, can I say one thing real quick? I mean, high school teachers are notoriously good fighters. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm not saying anything. But... The fight scenes in this story arc are way better choreographed than previously. Everything... They actually have stuntmen doing this. Well, that makes sense because everything in the story arc is better. The writing, the characters, the fighting. It's all much, I'm much better. I'm pretty sure the guy who plays Ixter is a stuntman. That makes sense. It looks really good is all I'm saying. Yeah, it's not bad. Hmm. For the time, it's very good. It's a little bit slower than the stuff you see today. That's but it's, it's That's still early Aztec history, isn't it? It looks real, though. Like, it looks much realer than the stuff we saw before where a person would slowly fall down and, you know, kind of shake about as if something weird was happening to their body when they got hit. Um, the Doctor makes Ian lose his fight. Because he walks in, he says, Don't let him cut you distracting Ian long enough for the other guy to then cut him. And use that plant to make him slowly pass out. To be honest, Ian still has a very good job. It takes a while. Even while he's falling asleep. Against the greatest warrior the Aztecs have ever seen. Maybe, you know... Go on. Maybe they need to train better. Uh, I, I kind of feel like... This isn't historically accurate, I don't think. Oh, Doctor Who didn't really go there. <laughs> but what I mean is, I, I'm not. I'm not suggesting. I think the that. outfits look historic now with like the jaguar head. I think yeah. that looks quite good. And the things that they did. But why do they treat people from history like they're really dumb in this show? Well, that does get better. That trust me, that gets better. I okay. think. I think it's just a thing at in at the time when they're like in all storylines, not just Doctor Who. Yeah, I think this is just... Yeah, correct. I think this is a thing of this time where it's like, if you go back in time, because simply because you are from the present, you are better at most things than people from the past. True. And so they they think you're smarter than them, you're probably stronger than them, somehow you can fight them even though you're a school teacher. Right. Like... That makes sense, I guess. It's just a bit weird. That, it is that's weird. how it's felt so far. And I don't think that would actually be the case. Like, if, if we went back in time... Well, you don't have to convince me. We're dead. No, we're doomed. These people are training every day. Because I don't... And also, we don't have, like... They're all speaking English. Yes. Like, they can all talk to each other. Improper English. Improper English. <laughs> and if we go back in time, we don't, might not have that luxury. But you did explain to me an episode a while ago of our podcast... Mm. That the TARDIS translates for them. Yeah, I don't know if that's been mentioned yet. It hasn't. No. I only know that because you told me. I think that will happen. 
because someone will call it, I think someone asks the question in real life and they're like we better put something in the show about this yeah so whereas at this time or it just makes sense that I mean they're filming this in London I'm assuming mm. they're not going to have Aztecs Males? in 1963 or people somewhere over there yeah yeah but the point is they're not going to have a huge wide array of actors to work with like they do today with all different nationalities and accents mm. it was just kind of like oh here's three English actors they need a role here you be a doctor at who Ooh. You be an Aztec. Um, Go ahead. No, I don't have as many notes from for this episode because I don't think number two. Yeah, number three. Bride of Sacrifice. Yeah, I only have one, which I know you're going to mention, but let's proceed. So I put for some reason this, I might have been had a few medication. Oh jeez, because I've just put us. We do not condone drug use. It's on just the painkillers for uh, back pain. We do not condone drug use. Illegal drug use. We do not condone... I put the start nice work, Barbara. Do you remember? What did she do at the start of the episode? She intervened. She intervened. The guy was going to kill Barbara. So, okay. Okay. Episode two ends. Yeah. Ian's lost the fight. Yeah. Ixta wants to kill him. And Taloxel has told him he can. And then Barbara obviously doesn't want him to die, so she says, "Stop this." She tried to make a decree that their bout should not be to kill the other person; it should just be a fight, which is what it was supposed to be. Yes, but Taloxel was like, "Nah, kill him." And then he said, "If you're a goddess, you find a way to make this fight end without Ian dying. You save him." Mm. And then it ends with plot. The plot thickens. The plot thickens. What will happen next week on Doctor Who? Well, they don't kill him. Her way of doing it is not to do some fancy thing as a goddess, but to put a knife to Taloxel's throat. Yeah. And say, make them stop fighting. But then later she's a bit like, well, I used the methods that you would use to kind of... Yeah. So that we're, we understand each other. Why use the powers of a goddess when human ability works? Yeah. And he's like, fair enough. Oh, she's actually very clever. Like, not that's that, why not that I doubted her like intelligence before, but she does. Wow. she does very. Just because she's a well. woman, Matthew, that's she's disgusting. She's doing very. She's very, very good in these episodes. I think women teachers can be smart too, Matthew. That's they disgusting. Generally, uh, I don't know why you were surprised that she was smart. <laughs> I'm not surprised that she's smart. <laughs> I'm just joking. I just think the actress is doing a very good job. With the lines that she has. Yeah, this is by far her best. I mean, we're not actors. But sometimes when we watch an old show, you go, oh, jeez. You see how things have improved. Ooh, yeah. But she was really good in this. Yeah, no, she this was. This was the best acting from her so far. Yeah. Even the doctor seemed more you natural. Yeah, that Like two random people on a podcast <laughs> say that you can act. Two people who have had zero experience in anything she to do with television. Away, actually, I should probably say that. She's alive. Wow. Ian, the other actor who plays Ian, still alive. He does audiobooks. Why did you just make us criticise her and then go, oh, she's dead? I didn't make you criticise her. You started it. We were telling her it was a good performance. And then I said, two of our, two podcasters are nice. You've got our tick of approval. Yeah. Well, at least you can't complain about it, I guess. You were great in this. 
We love you, Barbara. <laughs> Barbara is the character. Jacqueline is the actor. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, what's your name? The do- <laughs> yeah. Um, I put it nine minutes to Doctor Ashley proposes. Yes. So he makes a cup of cocoa. Yeah, but okay, but okay. Let's clarify. Not on purpose. Yeah, no, not on purpose. That's why I said accidentally. So explain, or I can propose. Accidentally propose. You can explain. I need to take a drink of this. So basically, Kamika is talking to someone else, and they're trying to. They see her and the doctor. You know, they've got their little thing going on in this garden of old people, and they're like, "Hey, you two should hook up." Couple of old birds, you know. This is looking good for you. And she's very happy. She likes the Doctor because he's being very nice. Which, how come the other companions don't get to see that so much? But I guess they're not a hot old woman. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Yep. That's not my opinion. That's what the no, doctor, no, no. You see that from the Doctor. I wasn't going to say anything. He's thinking, hell yeah. So, she, this other person says to her, this is how you find out if he really likes you. Here's some cocoa beans. If he yes, takes the initiative to use it to make a nice cocoa drink for both of you, that's his way of proposing. That's obviously their tradition and their way of doing things. Yeah, but that's also contradictory to what they said before, which is... What's that? They arrange people to be together. That's a good point. And now it's like, actually, you can fall in love. Maybe only the old people can fall in love. Maybe. Well, I guess they're retired, so... <laughs> They were married. Now they've retired. (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is once they reach that point, because they're seen as so wise, maybe they're allowed to make that decision for themselves. Mm. So anyway, she says to the doctor, here's some cocoa beans. And he being an old fuddy-duddy who loves a bit of uh, hot cocoa drink, he's like, oh, let's make that together. Yeah, he's going to, this is going to taste real good. This is going to taste real good. And she's like, oh, it's good that we're sharing our feelings or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, I feel the same way, and isn't it great that we're going to spend our lives together or something along those lines? They drink the cocoa. And he's like, oh? And you see one of the funniest expressions from the Doctor we've seen yet. The way he recoils and looks off into the distance like, whoa, this is a proposal. To be fair, later he seems pretty okay with it. Like, he's like, actually, smart choice. Well, he's thinking to himself, have you seen Kamika? That hot old woman. (laughs) But again, on the doctor's, the doctor's, um, go on. Uh, what would you call it? His assessment of Kamika, not yours. <laughs> hey, I don't care what you say. He talks about she's obviously wise, intelligent. I'm sure he says something about you know she's pretty nice. He doesn't just say, "Wow, she's." Smart he does. There's, and old. there's several times that he's talking to Barbara or Ian, and he's like. Hang on, I'm just going to catch up with Kamika to talk about this next thing. Yeah. He's taken with her. He's taken with her. And now he's proposed by mistake. But for the YouTube... There's always more room in the TARDIS for love. Well, we'll see. But for the YouTube version of this video... Have you done any of those things yet? Uh, for episode three, yes. Oh, is it the face? It's not up yet. I have to fix but that. is it the face? It will be. Yes. The zooming in. Yes. But for this episode, at maybe three or four minutes in, we're going to fade the logo away, and it's just going to come back with his expression over and over for the next hour. Just him recoiling when he realizes he's proposed, because I thought it was very good. Mm. So if you're watching that, that's what you're seeing. Um... 
That was my only note for that episode, was the Doctor's face was hilarious. I've also got the Tloxel tries to... So Tloxel's like, um, you know, we can't outsmart Barbara because she's pretty intelligent. She's so a goddess. we'll try and poison her instead. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm really sorry about everything. Why don't we share a drink? Oh. And, you know, f- forget about it. But he's also convinced another one of... Not the other priest, but another person who works with them, an underling, mm-hmm. who was actually very favourable towards Barbara at this point, yeah. to go along with the plan. And this guy kind of very sadly goes along with it, because he doesn't he's feel like, like he's I choice. guess we'll kill her. <laughs> but he's also like, he got him because he was, Taloxnor was like, don't you want to test whether she really is the goddess? Yeah. And then she yells at them both. Ian's and I think she them. she makes this is where she's like, again she's like really on it because she basically like she smashes the cup and yeah. she tells the underling you get out of here you you know you've you've ruined everything basically <laughs> and then she turns to Taloxel and was like yeah I'm not a goddess what are you gonna do <laughs> who's gonna believe you who's gonna believe you I'll ha- like you know if you tell anyone I'll make sure you're like ruined yeah and that I thought that was very. Like, I was like, whoa. You know, it's funny because I did like it a lot. And then I also thought, was that the wisest plan? Maybe she could have convinced him that because she knew it was poison, that she is a goddess. But I guess not. We should probably also mention the reason she knows is that Ian heard the plan. So he comes up behind the both of them as kind of waving his arms to say, don't drink her. I feel like if you were doing this behind someone. Yeah. They would sense... Well, I see the shadows from your arms going everywhere when you do it. I mean... Maybe they didn't have shadows back then. They also kind of half hide behind walls and people don't see them. Yeah, well, you have to look directly at someone to see them. Oh, so it's like a video (laughs) game. Line of sight and everything. Line of sight existed in Doctor Who in 1963. I'd just like to point out, because I've written a note here, I think it's the first note I have... Yep. About Susan, because it's a, it's a whole plot to do with Susan that we've just kind of like, kind of glossed over. Well, <laughs> we can cut this out if we need to, but I have a proposal that when we do this from now on, maybe we have the wiki and the plot there. Because you and I, I've been listening to previous episodes, we skip over so much without realising. But I also think if we did mention everything, these podcasts would go for like three hours. Or just the main plot points. Yeah. Anyway. We'll talk about it off air. And proceed. So I think... So Susan... Tell me about Susan's plot. Susan's plot is that she has been... So at some point, Taloxel's like, you can't have your friends over anymore to Barbara. You're grounded. You're grounded. You're a goddess and you're grounded. (laughs) And so Susan's off in like a... Like some other part of the temple. It's like a library slash school type thing. Yeah, and she's just being quizzed by... Ortlock about yeah. stuff. He's trying to teach her about their culture. Yeah. And so she's learning stuff. Um, she learns about how they select their wives and husbands and whatever. So yep. it's like they all seem to be like arranged marriages. And um, Unless you're a hot old woman. And then... Um, That's going to be the name of this episode. Itka. Is it Itka? Ixta. Ixta. The warrior. He's all like, he comes in. Is it him? Yeah. He comes in and he's like, she will be my wife. No, 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 no. No, no. that's the guy that's going to get killed. It's dead man. 
It's dead. Let's call him dead man. But basically, a person volunteers if they have good standing in the community to be the sacrifice, the human sacrifice. Great. Because they must think it's an honor. But anything that they want is given to them. So they walk around saying, I want this and I want this. And it's given to them before they die. Because if you knew you were going to die in like a week, you'd be like, yeah, I'll have everything. And he chooses... Susan. Susan, I want her to be my wife. And she's all like, no, that's not how my life works, mate. I pick my own husband, thank you. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's going to die anyway. <laughs> I don't think they say that. <laughs> Maybe they, they could have sold it by saying they, that. They say it a little bit like that, though. Like, he gets what he's, he wants because he's about to die. Yeah. And so she's a, she's a bit like... I refuse. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's not... You know, I make my own mind up, mate. She also did get very... Do you feel like she got way too upset for the fact that they had, like, a three-second conversation? Yeah. Like... But that's Susan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Give us something more to do. Um, so, anyway, she's upset them because she's going against their traditions and customs. Yeah. And refuses. Now, the doctor talks to Anne... Yep. ...at this point, because he's talking to them about... Like a plan for them to to get to escape, so they're going to try and find another entrance into the to the TARDIS room. Yep. And Ian says something along the lines of, "What have you been up to?" And he says, "I made some cocoa and got engaged." <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Just where he was just like, "That's what I've done." <laughs> it took Ian a little while to process it, and then he just finds it funny. Yeah, he's he's like, "Congratulations!" He's like, "Not like, ah, oh, stop it." <laughs> And so they go to this part of the temple. And there's like a big stone door. Thing on the door, and the doctor can't get it open. But Ian, yeah, because he's big and strong, like any high school teacher. Oh, you're talking about they found the secret tunnel. Yeah, there's a secret tunnel from the Garden of Old People that yes. leads into which he found out from Kamika. He knew that it was there. And then he worked out from the symbols all over the place exactly where it was located. Yes. Ian goes into the wall. Yes. And Ixter is like, that shouldn't be down there. Because Ixter's followed them. He heard Ian wake up and he followed him to the garden to find out what's up. And the doctor doesn't want to be like, my friend's in there. Because I guess that would give away the whole thing. Yep. And so Ixter just puts the stone back up. Because he explains, and here's the twist, the tunnel is actually a waterway. Yeah. That drains out water into the garden, which would ruin it all. So he has to put the door back in front of it so that... But how does the water get to there? Well, it fills up from inside the temple somewhere. Yeah, but see, this so this is the thing I wrote down. How does removing the stone start water flowing? No, 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 no. That's not what I thought happened. Because the water... Well, I think you listen. I will listen. The water flows into that space. They remove the stone so that it like kind of... Water can flow into the garden. Yeah, but they don't want it to. They, they don't want it to. But where's... There was no water behind the wall. I got the impression that it kind of just rises and falls like a tide. Oh. So they cover the entrance of the tunnel into the garden because they don't want to ruin the garden. An interesting thing. So when Ixta sees... He sees Ian go into the tunnel. Yeah. But he pretends he didn't. And he says, it's like, the doctor, time to drown this guy, basically. He still wants to be the lead warrior. So he says, I'm going to put this thing back in front of the tunnel. Mm. I don't want it drowning the garden. And the doctor thinks, I don't want to give away the plan with Ian. Yeah. 
But then he reveals to the Doctor once he's put the thing back over the tunnel, I know Ian's in there. Say goodbye to your friend. Bow, bow. Wah. And you're an old man. You can't lift this door thing. Yeah, you stupid old man in your garden. But at the start of the next episode, Ian finds another way out. Yeah, he realises after sneaking through a tunnel above him, it leads back into the room they started in. Yeah. And, and he's then, like, there's the TARDIS. And he finds... And there's the door. And he gets the door open. The but door he also notices there's a hook at the top of it. Yeah. So he gets some rope. Yeah. Or like a strap or something. And loops it, it through the there. Body. And... It's like so a... As a way to open the door from the other side. Yeah, like a little pulley system. Yes. With, but they need to make a pulley. And there you go. That's how they're going to escape through the door. Yes. So I've got... Um, Ian escapes back into the room with the TARDIS, figures out how to keep the door open and so the Doctor comes to see Barbara and he's all like, I'm so sorry, Ian's probably dead now and Ian's like, here I am Ta-da. Ta-da. and they have like a big nice moment and they realise they still probably have to get Susan Yeah. <laughs> so we can't just escape with the three of us um, Ian's like, I'll go get them because I'm you know, the strong, reliable guy Hurrah, I'm the lead warrior yeah, and he goes in, and so Ix is talking about to Susan about how he's won and... Your friend is dead. Your friend is dead and whatever. And then Ian's like, ta-da, again. His trick. And then immediately puts him in that sleeper hold again. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really good. The magic sleeper hold. Um, and Ixter tries to organise another, like, a the sacrifice... Yep. And so the doctor's plan is to open the door and then have them all run through before anyone can really stop them. Yep. Which is a good plan. Good plan. Um, but, of course, when they get to that point where the sacrifice is going to happen, Susan, Barbara's just like, well, this is going to happen now. Ian gets into an epic fight. Yep. Um, while they're trying to get the, like, the door up. Right. And they have a. That's when they have the really well choreographed fight. Yes, with on the top, two bats where the sacrificial altar is. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like they're like hitting each other, and they've got a shield, and they're like going at it. Yep. And then there's a few like the the tides turn like a few times in the fight. Yeah. And then at some point, Ian's on the ground, and the guy's like bearing over him, and Ian like puts his feet on him and throws him off. Flips him back over the top of him, off the side of the whole building. Yeah. Kills him. Just kills the guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if Ian's like a murderer like that, but I guess if you're in that situation, you're just going to kill him. Uh, yeah. They've seen a few deaths by this point. Yeah, that's true. The cave people. They threw stones at the cave person, that is correct. They've dealt with a lot. They dealt with that statue that would only open if you let it grab you on the butt. <laughs> Yeah. They've dealt with a lot of strange things. I think murder's not the worst thing. Yeah. Um, they were assaulted by a statue door. I think then... So Ian then goes... Uh, like It's time to escape. It's time to escape. And they use a pulley that the doctor's made to open the door. Yeah. And they dash inside. And then Taloxel's like... Time to do the sacrifice... Like, we're now free to do this. So he gets ready to sacrifice and the doctors, the doctor and his team, yeah. fly away. Fly away. 
This is the first time I heard the TARDIS launching sound very, very clearly. The one that's in our theme song at the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. I, don't I guess think you hear it before. land. I don't think we hear it take off that That kind much. of whir. Yeah. Whirring sound. Even the first episode, I think you see the middle section go up and down when it takes off. You know, oh, you, you actually, see it. Yeah. But you don't see it from the out. You don't hear it. Yeah. Um, and the way it ends... Mm-hmm. They've landed somewhere new, and they're saying some of the instruments in the TARDIS are saying we've landed, and some are saying that we're still on the move. And Barbara says, one of them says maybe we're on top of something, and she says or inside something, mm. and that's how it ends. Yes, cliffhanger. So the next um, story arc. Yeah. Well, we should probably rate this one first. Yes. So, out of 13... Do- I mean, it's probably going to rank pretty highly, because I actually think Barbara's performance is very good. I love the story. I think it was the best story arc by far. So, out of 13 Doctors? See, I feel like we've gone as high as 8 and 9. Yeah. Or I have, maybe. I think I've done a 10 before. What's the name of the 10th Doctor? Because then I'll Tenet. remember. David I have never rated anything a Tenant yet, I don't think. Okay. His name is, conveniently, has the number 10 in it. Tenant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trivia. Yeah. What are you going to give it? I think I want to. As a fan, I think I want to give it. I th- think I want to give it a Peter Capaldi, a twelve. Wow. Out of 13. I think it's a pretty solid episode. It is, and I agree. It's very good. I don't agree with the rating. I've got my own rating, but I. Okay, what's your rating? I don't want to go too high because I feel like it's going to get a lot better. So I'm going to give it a ten. Net. David Tennant. A David Tennant. Yeah, good. Okay, good. Uh, would you like some trivia? Trivia me up. Okay, Jacqueline Hill, the actress who played Barbara, yep, said this is, was her favourite story. Wow. Of all the ones that she's been in. That does tell me something, though. It goes it's all downhill from here. No! <laughs> it t- well, it makes me think that she can't be in the show for that much longer. Because I wouldn't have thought that if you do a show for, like, say, five or six seasons, that your favourite story is in season one. Yes. Well, I guess I'll see. I don't know. But I see why she said that. Yeah. I like that. Ian Cullen, he's the guy that plays Exeter. Exeter? Exeter. Exeter. He recalled that William Hartnell wasn't the friendliest person, but he was trying to remember all those lines. Agreed. There's definitely a couple of stumbles he makes in his lines, as usual. Um, oh, there was one down here. So, um... Production errors. The cameras used to... So, this is interesting. The cameras... This is interesting. I be- <laughs> the, I'll, I'll tell you if it is. The cameras used to film this story were incapable of zooming. Instead, they had to be physically moved closer to the subject. This is apparent when the camera zooms in onto Locke's tool during the sacrifice scene and the camera lurches violently after hitting a piece of scenery. <laughs> so they actually physically had to move forward and backwards. They couldn't just zoom in. I actually thought that was really cool because I, I know what it's talking about now with the zoom. Yeah. It felt like, obviously, they zoomed in on a character's face, but it didn't feel like how it normally feels today when you see it in a show. Yeah. I kind of made it feel really, like, sudden and urgent. Now, you mentioned... I did. Earlier... 
about the pronunciation of certain things. Yes. So, apparently, there was no consensus to the pronunciation of Taloxtal's name. Yes. Given the varied pronunciations given by various cast members. So, most of the cast members pronounced it differently to each other. Yeah. And you so, heard that in the show. Yes. And no one... He never once said, excuse me, my name is this. Because I guess he didn't know. Um... So, nothing else really stands out. There are a few, like, expanded universe returns to the Aztecs. So, the second and the eighth Doctors will come back to this place. Oh, and I'm assuming that's where that scene you pointed out becomes important. Mm-hmm. I'll remember that second and eighth Doctor. Spoilers. Now. I didn't even know who those Doctors are, so it's not going to matter. Can I tell you something exciting? Yes. I've already foreshadowed this. I'll try not to look at the screen in case it gives anything away about those Doctors. But the the next story... In this series. The next story arc... Yeah. Is the last one for this season. Okay. It's actually the second last... We did some research. It's the second last for this season, but we don't have the last one. It's lost. I hate that. Lost to the annals of history. So the most you'll see of it is probably the end of the next story arc. You know how they did that thing where next time. And then we'll sum it up. Yeah, so the next series is called The Sensorites. That's the next story arc. It's yep. six episodes. Okay. So it'll probably be three, three. Agreed. Um, and that's going to be the, the last one for this for the first season of The Doctor. Man, it feels like it went really fast. Well, because I guess the story arcs are kind of large, which makes me think... I wonder if maybe we're going to catch up a, a bit quicker than we thought. Because we're think already... This is episode what of our podcast? Six? Six or seven. And we're yeah. already through season one. But I think what you'll find is we're probably going to blitz through the first and second Doctors quite quickly. Okay. Because a lot of their episodes are missing. Oh, that's probably another part of it, yeah. And then um, not only does the third Doctor stuff... Um, not like from the third Doctor onwards, you basically have no episodes missing. Yeah. But the story arcs don't last for so many episodes. Oh, okay. You know how these are like six episodes? It's very yeah. rare for something to be that long. Like, I think the most you get up to is like four. Okay. So you'll probably become a bit more easier to, to manage. Which means we'll probably have less episodes of the show to talk per episode of the podcast. Mm. So it'll start to stretch out. Yeah. And, um, yes. Yes. Oh, picture for the next, next episode? Sure. Yeah, I've got one that's been remastered in colour. Oh, fancy. I thought you might like some colour. Yeah, we haven't seen any yet. So you get to see, and you can talk about this in your microphone. Yep. Um. Not my headphones? Not your headphones. Uh, that you actually see the colour scheme of the Doctor's outfit because we've only ever seen it in black and white. Right. Is it always the same? No, they, they wear different things, right? The, different the Doctor... Or, uh, each Doctor... Each yeah. Doctor has a different outfit. Oh, okay. But they have their main kind of thing going on. Whoa, jeez. That is way brighter than I thought it was going to be. It's good, isn't it? See, I thought he just wore kind of like a suit with um, checkered pants. Mm. The pants are grey... Yeah, I'd say grey. Light grey with a checkered brown across the top. Yep. A very white stripy shirt. And then he's got like a black tie and jacket. It's kind of like top half is like I'm going to a formal like occasion. (laughs) And bottom half is 
I'm wearing my pajamas to go to bed. It's like that meme. I've got a business dinner at nine, but I'm going to bed at ten. You know, it's yeah. half an hour fit each. Yeah. But what else is going on here? Okay, this looks very interesting. Uh, so you see Ian and the Doctor standing in front of someone. We don't see their face, but it's some sort of weird alien dude with a weird-shaped head wearing a blue suit. Mm-hmm. That, that's pretty accurate. I'm going to guess that's a Sensorite, unless that's a different name for something else. Oh, it could be a thing. But there's also regular-looking human beings standing behind the Doctor and Ian. Yeah, I think this is Barbara. It looks like it from the top of the head. It Okay, to me, it looks like they're back on Earth inside some sort of weird laboratory with real humans and they're studying aliens and one's broken out and is like, look, check out my blue suit. And the Doctor's like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. So... This looks really weird. It's going to be good. So there's humans and some sort of weird creature in this one. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I should point out... Oh, no, I'll tell you next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait a week. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks for pointing that out. Wait a week. <laughs> I'll make sure to write down we start the very next episode. It's with... about that story after this that, we, that we're not going to be able to watch because it doesn't exist. Oh, well, then we'll save it. We'll save yeah. it. But yeah, um, all of the things. If you like the, if you like the podcast, yes. should, you should review it. Give it a five-star review. If you don't like it, you give can it a tell five star us, review. but give it a five-star review. Yeah, but tell us in the comment. Yes. Be like, five-star review still, but it's not good. We have all the social medias, all the YouTubes, all the Spotify's, all you can, the everything. You can find all the links in the episode description below. Yep. There's a link to a link tree, yes. which has links to all of the things. Yes. Almost so, like a tree with branches. Ooh, and each branch is a link. And each tree is a link tree. And... That's enough. Um, That's yeah. enough for me. And you can email us too. Thefanthefool at gmail.com. Yes. If you have questions or comments. Or abuse. We want it all. Abuse. Why do they keep jumping around with the story? Yeah, well, you know. As Matt <laughs> said to me about that, shut up. <laughs> no, we want to know. If you would prefer that we were much clearer with the story, just tell us. Otherwise, this is how it is. Yeah. I actually don't... Yeah, I think let's, it's... No, let's discuss it. Yeah, we'll discuss it after we finish this. Okay. Okay? Until next time, everyone. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. What are you doing? I'm reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse. Reverse. Reverse the polarity. I just reversed the polarity. I 